Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Signal of Doom World Cup Diary and the sweetest diary of all Australians, the winners of the World Cup 2023. Ray, how are you? Yeah, good, good, Dave. Look, I'm actually a little sad that we weren't able to to preview, like do a preview chat before the game, because that would have made it very interesting um, to hear, you know, in hindsight. But no, very, very happy. Well, yes, and in fairness... Look, we won a tight semi against South Africa. We bowled extremely well in that semi. Um, Smithy held the batting together in, in that run chase, along with a couple of other contributions, and then Pat Cummins and Starkey saw us home. Now, look, I'll be honest, I was nervous going into the India game. I was a lot less, uh, how can I say, confident than normal. I mean, I was, I was very hopeful. I knew we could do it on the day, but... You know, that India kind of thing. But once we started bowling yesterday, and once yeah. Travis Head took that catch to, to, to dismiss Sharma, suddenly my confidence went way up, and I thought, we're here to win. What did you think, Ray? Yeah. Oh, look, similar with you, and, and I'm not afraid to say it as well. Like, I mean, the Indian juggernaut was, was steamrolling towards a fairy tale victory. I mean, they uh, were undefeated. They were in the home home country that had a hundred dodgy pitches designed for them you know (laughs) let's 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 be honest a corrupt organization behind them dodgy pitches getting changed on the day this is this happened against new zealand they were doing everything they could to get this win yeah well i mean well even that makes it even more the more sweeter but similar to you uh i was like it's just like if we can put up a good show i'll be happy it just seemed like it seemed like India was unstoppable, mm. but it was a little bit later for me, Dave. It was once Cummins got Coley out. That was huge. Which was that was you could see it in, in Coley's expression. He yeah, was that was huge. His, his shoulders slumped. He was kind of shocked. Yeah, he was shell shocked that he actually got out. And I think the crowd knew that as well. And and that's when I thought, oh, bring I'll tell you something here. funny. I'll tell you something funny. Uh, I, I really felt confident once we got Sharma and, and we, got, we got the other guy as well. We'd already got Gil out. I thought we were, I always felt on our day in a final, we do have the team that can beat anybody. And, like, yeah. it's not the domineering teams that Ricky Ponning led, but it's a strong squad with a lot of very good players and great players. It was just about... You know, India had the advantage. They had the home court advantage. You know, people talk about the crowd. They The crowd actually is a factor when it's so massive one way. Uh, I don't normally like to talk about crowd. The crowd is a factor. That's all I'll say. Um, the dodgy conditions, thank God for neutral umpires because these Indians would do anything. They would do fucking anything. Seriously. Like, and uh, anyway, so when Coley ran a ball down, um, basically the third man, I, the ball before, I thought, gee, he could play that on if he got that slightly wrong. I actually had that thought. Mm. The next ball, he played it on, and I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. I, I said, oh, we're oh. probably looking at a 220 to 250 score here, which is chaseable yeah. and gettable, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I was, well, I was, like, nervous because one of my barometers, Dave, was uh, the performance of Josh Hazelwood. Josh, he was. He got smacked around, and I'm thinking, like, God, this guy's his economy rate is typically very, very good. But the Indians were targeting him; they attacked him, sure. and he got smacked a lot. So I was, I was, I was nervous. Um, but yeah, you could slowly see the caliber of the Australian bowlers. Uh, mm. 
and as as much as you know we loved and we should celebrate Ted's um, awesome century and the partnership with uh, Labbers. Yeah. Uh, the bowlers really did set up. Oh, in both the semi-final I mean, and the, final. That was yeah. huge. The bowlers are the unsung heroes of this tournament, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, as well, actually, everything was, was working. I think we, we hit um, form just real at the right time because yeah. uh, you look at the fielding as well. Like we great. Saved about 30, 40 runs with the fielding. And if, if India had posted uh, 270, 280, yeah. you know, totally different game. Totally. Uh, I will say this. In the South Africa match, the fielding and bowling was what won us that game, you know? And yeah. and again here, like, because they only got, what did they get, 223 or 4? Uh, two, two, oh, what did they get? 240, right? Yeah, sorry, two forty one. Yeah, you're right, two forty one, because at two forty one in the in the, in the final, and yep. because let's face it, we came out like bulls at the gate when we were batting. I mean, guys were were trying to score ten and over. It, run rate was never going to be an issue. Oh, run rate was never going to be an issue, and no. it that was in our favour because if run rate was an issue, our batters would have had to have taken more risks once they got settled, like Labbers and um, Travis Head, but. Essentially, they didn't have to. And I said to you, if we can get to 141 and we can knock it down below 100, we've seriously got the batting to, to get this. And I, I texted yes. um, yes. another friend who was texting. I don't think I made this comment to you, Ray, but I, I said, if we survive yes. these two spinners, Jadeja and the other guy, we'll win this game. Yes. You know? Because Jadeja has taken yes. so many wickets against the Aussies over the last few years. Yes. But strangely, yeah. they didn't give us too many problems um, there were no slips no. in, you know, and we we oh, navigated them. Yeah, sorry. I'm just saying we navigated that challenge, and and that's where the match was won. Yeah, and absolutely, and I think the um, the changing conditions of the pitch obviously worked in our favour. Like yeah. they made mention as well. It was logical to put the spinners on a bit earlier because mm. the pitch was changing. The dew was coming; um, they wouldn't be as effective. Yeah. and I think that kind of stuffed up their, I guess, their plans um, yeah. with how they usually would, would see things out. Uh, Sarajo would um, would come in a bit more earlier. He, he had an older ball, so that didn't help him. Mm. Uh, so there were some factors like that which which I think really helped help us. But you're right. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we just – the feeling was, was just fantastic. Were you nervous um, when Cummins put them in? Because I was. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I like a score on a board in a final. But it turned out to be a masterstroke. Yeah. A strategic masterstroke. Yeah, it was. I had. I put my faith in it only because um, I was reading a lot of articles in the lead up, and mm. and it seemed like Cummins and the Australian side were really scrutinising the pitch, and they were really going to make a decision if they won the toss um, based on what they think the pitch would do. Mm. And so, yeah, you're right. Um, it was a masterstroke. They went for it, and it turned out that uh, it did. You know, it did work to our favour. Um, but not to say that it gifted us the win. No, I mean, no. You, you have to You have to then great. make do with what you've chosen to do. We bowled well. I mean, Cummins bowled very well. Starkey took wickets. Yeah. Zass bowled well. Like, guys stood up when it mattered. I mean, Mitch Marsh bowled well. Guys guys yeah. all did well. Like, Maxi was good. Yeah. He, you know, like, everyone was yeah. on. And actually, I thought we were probably getting them out for slightly less than 241. But, but when we got 241 up, I thought it's okay, yeah, um, 
But yeah. then let's talk about the opening of the Australian innings. Out came Warner, chased a very wide one and got out. And I thought, shit. First, well, no, first ball day. First yeah, ball, he, he, mm. he um, nicked it to uh, an absent second slip. Yeah. Managed to get away with that one. But, yeah, you're talking about, I mean, and full credit as well, you know, we um, we played, everyone played well, but I think also the occasion got to a few people. Yeah. Uh, as you said, 240 is a, is a modest target. You just have to be sensible. We were we were texting this to each other throughout the game as well. Yeah. But you had the likes of Warner Calm and down. later on Mitch Marsh mm. just going. For I mean, Mitch shots. Marsh is a great player, but he was trying to yeah. he was trying to win it in ten overs. You know, yeah, exactly. the big Bison, not, the big I mean, Bison. He really got he got <laughs> too pumped. You know what I mean? And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but when, when your run rate required is four and a half. There's no need for that, but you know I can I can understand. I can, or I can, yeah. I can feel. Look, that I, he played a couple of brilliant shots, and actually, when he went for that big, big cut shot, and wasn't it a big shot? I didn't realize he'd nicked it because yeah. you couldn't hear it above the crowd. And then no. the celebrations, and I thought, oh fuck, you know, yeah. the bison's yeah, well, out, and he was looking good. Yeah, yeah. Well, the keeper looked very convinced, so I was just oh, like, oh, okay. Now I realised. Well, he didn't even review it, so he knew. Uh, let's talk about Smithy. He came out, oh. he, he played a valuable hand in the semi final, and he played a beautiful shot down the ground for a four. And I thought, Smithy's here. And I said, he can, I thought to myself, he can win this off his own bat. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then, and I actually felt. The LB, I, I did not think the umpire was going to give that out. I thought that looks outside the line. I, that was my, my thought. I, I just thought he looked a long way across so far that yeah. I thought he won't get given. Then he got given. I feel the umpire was pressured by what I would consider excessive appealing by the Indian team. And um, and then didn't review it, which, I was, which surprised me because we had two reviews and he's our best batsman. So I was like... And Smithy usually always reviews it. Almost, yeah, I, I can't think the last time they haven't done that. And and I thought, really? And probably he was th- probably thinking umpire's call, because it, it may be umpire's call. Then when I saw it hit outside the line, it was just heartbreaking. Because I've got to yeah. be honest, at 3 for 41, I was a very, very worried man. Well, your your message to me said it all. <laughs> I, yeah. think you, I think you said something like, we are we are F. Now. Well, yeah, I did. I, I no, I did. I was really concerned. Labbers came in though, and then I sort of recalibrated and thought, well, Labbers is a good player, and Travis Head's still in. Travis Head needed to calm down, which he did. Because yep. remember, but he Labbers was needs- going for huge shots early, but suddenly yep. Travis Head realised there's another gear to play in here, and yep. it felt like Ricky Ponting came into commentary, and you know, suddenly it was like, okay, everyone, take a breath here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're only chasing 241. We're not, we're not chasing 341. We're chasing 241. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't want to expose Maxwell and Inglis early because I, I worried about yeah. those spinners, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and um, you know, as, as a brilliant player as Maxwell was, you know, if, if he had come in and there was like over 100 runs to go, I would be even more worried because he is yeah. a dasher and he won't, yes. he won't leave anything unchecked. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of risk. With that, similar with with Mark, they're mm. very high risk players. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and, and what you exactly as you said, and what Pondy said, what they needed was control. So, what really impressed me was that Travis Head adapted his game. Yes. He started to work with Marnus. He still he still looks for those loose balls and the, yeah. and the, the boundaries and the, and the sixes where he could, but he pushed. He, he rotated the strike um, yeah. with Marnus, and 
they just kept doing that. It was like a dose of sanity came into the batting and they were like, okay, let's let's run singles. And I've got to say, probably pretty poor captaincy by the Indians because they did not do anything to block these singles. And they didn't. Yeah, I I, I think they thought it was just going to happen. But the thing is, the pitch, to my eyes, wasn't. I mean, there was some pretty good play of some of the spinners. They actually did play the spinners very well. Um, yeah. Maybe it wasn't turning as much as normal, but it was still turning. And and I and I've got to say, Travis Head and Marlon Slabashane hold their heads high because they won us the World Cup last night off that off that punch. Oh, they did. You know, and we were in deep trouble, and they dug us out. And suddenly, suddenly, the pressure went back onto the Indians. And I and I think they big time blinked. They looked defeated. Once we got to under 100 runs, because I said, yeah, we're just going to get under 100 runs, Ray, and then we can yeah. – suddenly you, you're dealing in just double figures. And yes. our, the confidence seemed to really increase, and it yes. was just beautiful. Yeah, I think it was a bit of both, Dave, mm. as well. I think it was obviously the effort, the, the immense efforts from the partnership with, with Manus and, mm. uh, and Head. Mm. But also, yeah, that poor captaincy. He left uh, – Rohit left it way too late. Yeah, you know, he, he as you said, oh. they just like they they were on the back foot and just were very passive. Yeah. Um, I felt if the runs, you know, if there was still a, a fair chunk of runs to get, apply the pressure. Like you, you know, yeah. um, bring, even bring in Boomerah early. I mean, even it's a big risk, but expend. Well, even bring like in some was... slips and stuff because you've got to take the wickets. Yeah. You know, like luckily though, luckily they do have a reputation. You can break them, and that that big crowd suddenly works against them. Those huge expectations work against them. I mean, Kohli, I, one thing I cannot stand about watching the Indian team in India is Kohli working the crowd to get them going. Oh, I've seen that. with him clapping? Oh, like it, clapping it annoys and me. And he, and he actually waves his arms. They do everything they can, and I, and I get it. Like, that's what they think is going to work. But I thought to myself, mate, that's not going to do anything today, you know? Like, if anything, we're just going to keep running singles, we're going to run twos, we're going to keep bringing this scoring down, and they started to look more and more defeated. And what a joy it was to see Harsha Bogle in the commentary box trying to make excuses, you know? Because uh, if there's one well, thing I'm sick of, it's the Indian commentary team, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I um, Dave, I don't think I've ever seen it in my whole life 130,000 people so quiet. Yeah, it was great. It was immensely satisfying. To see that Australia's actions had produced this to quiet and to quiet in the crowd, and they did. They were there was they were non-existent. Yeah, you could not hear anything from them, uh, yeah. except for the first three, uh, and that was. I think that helped the Aussies as well. I mean, that really, um, really a big a contributor to Head and Minus actually being able to, to go ahead and do their job. Definitely, they did. And, and as you said, would you say just that that mania at the start? Uh, guys were so pumped. Like Travis Head, Dave Warner, and Mitch Marsh, they really, I, I, they really wanted to get like none for or one for one hundred. You know? Yeah. And yeah, it, it, it was it was infectious, and and that's what the crowd can do. Yeah. And I feel that's what um, Warner and and uh, Mitch Marsh played into, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, because you know, we spoke about it, the shots that they went for were, were quite poor shots. I mean. I heard, um, speaking to a, a mate at work who's a big cricket fan as well, um, that type of shot, that wide shot for Warner is, is yeah. something that he's, he's known to do and go for. Yeah. And they, they baited him with that, and he felt for um, and, and Mitch Marsh, yeah, just the, the kind of same thing. I think it was that occasion of let's go out. The, well, the Bison uh, was just, 
he was just plugged in and he'd hit it. He'd stroked a couple of beautiful shots and I was just trying yeah. to say to him, settle it, settle it, Mitch. But there was no settling Mitch yeah. last night. He was just like a bullet at <laughs> China shop. And yeah. But then Smithy came out and started blocking and I thought some calm descended, you know. Yeah. I was very disappointed yeah, when I'll... he got out because I was worried when he got out because I thought he was looking really good. I was very worried as well because I kind of placed a lot of faith in Smithy. Like he, sure. unfortunately, I think it would have been a disappointing tournament for Smithy on on an individual yeah, level. Sure, uh, yeah. nearly, nearly the past fifties, I think twice, and they were against the Netherlands. And exactly, Bangladesh. he didn't They're score really... the he didn't score the runs he would normally score. No, so he would be disappointed in himself with that. Um, and yeah, that was a scary moment when he um when he he got out so cheaply. And, and just tracking back to that day, you know, talking about that LB decision. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I actually not first look when it happened. I thought, oh god, they got him kind of plum. Yeah. So um, it was it's interesting for me that when they went to the review that you know it was pitched outside the line. Yeah. Um, but it was even more um, shocking that there was no review for it. So yeah. Oh, it was it was but, uh, it was crazy. It was it was one of those things where you, you almost couldn't believe that it wasn't reviewed because at, at best it was going to be umpire's call. You know, which would have still yeah. been out, but we wouldn't have lost a review. But World Cup finals are strange things, and probably a lot was rattling through Steve Smith's head. You know, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. He was probably trying to be a bit unselfish and and trying to spare reviews. It was a strange moment. It was a strange moment in the game. But you know what? We won. And I said to you, I as know. as the runs were ticking down, I said, "This is wiping away the memories of '96." You know, I, I, I've buried it. Yeah. I, I'll never forget that, that, that awful final where we lost to Sri Lanka in a game where we would have won 99 times out of 100. And, yeah. But you know what? This match, it, this is the one we wanted. This is the one we needed. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. It couldn't I mean, go to a more a deserving team. It, it, like, there's one team that all comp has been written off it's been us. Everyone has talked us down or comp. We've slowly powered up. We won a tight semi against a good South African team. And and then India just were just... Like, they've been a disgrace, this entire tournament. The, the changing of pitches, the fact that they didn't stick around for the presentations. I mean, yeah. it says everything yeah. to me about that team and that squad. And it's, it, it, they're losers at the end of the day. They've always been losers. Um, it was a joy to hear Sunil Gavaskar in the box when they said to him, "What, what can we, oh, yeah. what can you do from here?" And he said nothing. And I said, "Exactly right, Sonny. <laughs> Twenty runs to get seven <laughs> wickets in hand. You know, yeah. and, and look, he was a good player, but but he said some very objectionable things during this tournament as well. And oh, um, yeah. you know, and the chickens came home to roost. And it turns out, in their own backyard or on their own specially prepared pitches, doing every single dodgy thing they could think of doing, they still lost." Yeah, I, I think that is the one of the main reasons why this is so special, Dave. Because mm. I think uh, Josh Hazelwood as well said it. Um, our post match mm. mentioned, you know, obviously winning the World Cup at home was special, mm. but to be able to win it against the team that's hosting in their backyard, yeah, is just immense. You, you know, some would argue that that is way harder to do. I would say it's harder. Win. I would say it's harder. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also, yeah. uh, but I, I always had a feeling. In a, in, a, in a big final, like a knockout game, that if we could get on top of them, they might get gun-shy, which is what happened. They got passive, yeah. and then they might really yeah. fall apart. I don't think they completely fell apart, but they certainly were very passive. 
they let the game happen. They let the victory happen. I think they just thought wickets were going to tumble because we do have a reputation against Indian spinners of just collapsing at times. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But Head and Labashain did play very well. They played late. Yeah. They, I, I thought they played well. A little bit of luck, but it wasn't an immense amount of luck. Like, the, you know, we were already well set when a couple of, like, little things went our way. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I was just looking back, um, obviously, to the glory days of Australian cricket, 1975 World Cup final, which we lost against the Windies. I look down the order and I see a 35 or 51 balls from Doug Waters, you know? Oh, wow. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, Ian Redpath was not at that match uh, on that tour. I don't know where he was. Um, he may not have toured uh, that tour because he had an antique business and, and, and I think he may have missed one tour in the mid-70s. So he wasn't there. Um, yeah. But that was one that we probably... Like, we were chasing 292 against a mid-70s Windies team and we, we got bowled out for mm-hmm. 274. But I was just thinking, Dougie in the middle order against the turning ball... Um, yeah. he would have been very handy coming in, slotting in down at five or six. You know, can you imagine it? Oh, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, look, I just also w- wanted to say, because you, you were talking a bit earlier about um, about Travis Head, mm. uh, and, and we've got to shout out and give the accolades. Um, so Head went up against, you know, amongst everything else, uh, is it Shami? Uh, he's the highest wicket taker in the tournament for India. Uh, notoriously good for bowling to lefties. Yeah. Um, you know, you get a lot of them out, as well as the spinners, um, which I understand that Travis Head sometimes has trouble with spinners. He, he sometimes does, yeah. Through. You know, he has had, yeah. yeah. He also doesn't yeah, like the ball swinging much. Like when it was moving early on, you know, how he looked quite confused. Um, yeah, the yeah. moving ball and the he spinning ball, yeah, do cause some problems sometimes, Travis Head. Yeah, but he, he navigated through he all did. of that. He did. No, he, he played oh, very well. Well, the, the thing is with Travis Head, he does have a gear beyond just all that attack. He actually is a good player. Uh, you know, yeah. he's got a simple technique, but, I mean, he, he can seriously play. And I think what they realised was, uh, like, Labber's played pretty much almost like a test match innings, like similar. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. And it was, it was exactly what was needed. And, and Travis Head was a bit more aggressive, but he definitely it reined himself in for a long period and we just took runs, took runs, took runs, took runs, took yeah. runs, and they weren't putting too much pressure on us, really. No. Um, and and then yeah, it was great. That, that sort of thing where you do kind of chip away at it, all it does is create more pressure for India, as we've said. Mm. And that's when you start getting the loose balls, which is why. And you, you had Tra- Travis Head with his with his eye in, and that's when he started like belting those fours and sixes. Yeah, and he really started he hopping in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said to my tennis coach, I said, this is the biggest Australian victory since the 87 World Cup with AB. I think, because I think we were underdogs here, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely underdogs here. And that was also uh, in India, awesome. by the way. Uh, AB lifted that trophy in India. Yeah. Yeah. Way back. Yeah. So, I mean, again, we cannot, I cannot um, give full credit enough to the Aussies for doing what they did. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember it didn't seem that long ago, Dave, mm. after the loss to South Africa in round two, that we were going, oh, my, my God, we have a must-win against Sri Lanka. It's a wobbly start. I know. You know? I, well, there were, there, were, there were all sorts of problems. There was concerns. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was all sorts of stuff. But at the end of the day, the, it's, it's a great, great, great team effort. And I think every single member of the team contributed during this tournament. And 
once again, we've proven in a big match, knockout games, Australia are a fantastic unit. You know, we have the big match mentality. I just like the way we play the game. Uh, The criticisms from other countries are meaningless to me. And, um, And this means we've won 87, 99... 2003, 2007, 2015, 2023. They're all the World Cups yeah, have won. Six out of the 11. Six out of the 11. Wow. And, and you know what? It's a testament to Australian cricket and all the people behind the scenes as well and the past players who help out and, you know, all the coaching staff. Everyone that helps out is what makes these moments. You know, without that, yeah. you, you'd be you'd be kind of lo- a lifeboat in the middle of the ocean kind of thing. And, yeah. yeah, it was just a really, really good win on a really big day. And uh, so many commentators were writing us off, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah true. And, and I've also got to say as well, Dave, I mean, despite um, what the words that you had to say about, about India um, preparing for the tournament, I thought the tournament was fantastic. I thought mm. I thought we saw a lot of – there were over 600. And oh, it was a good tournament, yeah. Um, so much runs were scored. The only thing I'm critical of is the uh, Indian home corn advantage, which they were determined to give themselves, you know, which is pathetic and continues in every tour to India and there's corruption at the highest level. But the tournament itself was a big success, you know? It was so much, so much enjoy. It was so much joy watching this tournament, Dave. It Mm. was so good going through the games. Um, I didn't mind staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning like yourself, watching these games. It was just an absolute We were plugged in. Weren't we? They kept yeah, saying and, and the only the truly committed are up now. We were up yeah. both times. Yes, exactly. Was it Ian Smith? I, you know, big shout out to mm. I, I loved it how he gave props to the Australians out there, the committed, still watching. Yeah, Dave, yeah, that was you, you and me. And, Did and you think, uh, as they were going out to the pitch, were you picturing perhaps an Ian Redpath striding to the crease to open up the innings? Did Were you thinking a 241 might be a perfect opportunity for him to lay a foundation? Oh no, Dave! I was I was thinking before that I was seeing the movement of the ball. I was thinking of Terry Alderman. Oh, Terry, Terry Alderman would have a field day. He would be having a field day. You're talking <laughs> about ten innings. He was he probably licking his eight. lips watching the watching the TV. You know? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> right for his sort of ability. So yeah, no, Ian Redpath, Dougie Walters, and Terry Alderman definitely are. Yeah. maybe even Peter Taylor. Well, Peter Taylor would have had it turning. He would have like a beast. You know? Um, and and by the way. Final comment, we won this playing really only one full-time spinner. Now, Max, he's better than part-time, but one specialist spinner. All tournament, we never yeah. used out Because I don't know where the fuck Ashton Agar went. I never saw him. Maybe he, <laughs> he may have just gotten replaced by Sean Abbott, I think, because he was never yeah, cited yeah. all tournament, so maybe he just wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. I saw Abbott a fair few times, but never saw Agar, so... Yeah. yeah, um exactly. Which is testament. It's a fantastic crazy, hey, to, to go to India and you have only one recognized. I wouldn't have done it myself. I would have taken a Todd Murphy, but you know what, I don't care. I'm not gonna sit here and play armchair expert. I honestly think that this team is gonna go down in folklore. It's one of the great wins, one of the great runs against a very, very uh, lot of form momentum Indian squad that was playing yeah. good cricket. In their backyard, on prepared conditions, suiting the Indians, it all backfired spectacularly for them, and that was just a pleasure, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, to listeners, uh, anyone out there that didn't catch it or are interested in cricket, um, mm. go watch the replay. Do it. It is an amazing thing to see um, a shell-shocked team 
and a shell shock to stadium full of people. And the fact uh, they didn't uh, sit yeah, around for the presentations is absolutely pathetic. Yeah, I believe that they didn't even. And that I they, believe they it. gave the excuse that they were in mourning. But like, oh fuck off! Yeah. You know, seriously, seriously, it's part of being a sportsman. Yeah. You you take it up. You take it the loss. You know, and you respect your opposition. I couldn't give a shit about their excuses, basically. I couldn't give a shit about them. You know what I mean? I hope they're having a big old cry right now, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to hurt them. Uh, again, my colleague was saying that they'll be mourning for months. Good. Um, you know, <laughs> which is, which is, which is to me, amusing, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, but, you know, it was a good win by the Aussies. Um, they played it. They played the I'd say a great win, Ray. I'd say a great win. Jesus Christ, what, what a victory. Now, Ray, I do want to say thank you for being on the World Cup Diaries, and this one is just pure triumph. We're just basking in the glory of the victory. We're not pretending to be humble. Fuck humble. We came, we conquered, we won. That's it. I'm, I'm sad, actually. There'll be no World, World Cup Diaries anymore. It's I know. been an absolute pleasure to be on, absolutely oh. a pleasure to go through the matches, you know, the preview matches. In depth. Said, and the post Oh, yeah, it's just, it's so cool. Um, so, yeah, no, I hope the listeners have enjoyed it. Yep. Get yourself into cricket. Have a, have a little look if you're unfamiliar with the sport. Check it, it out. Fantastic game. And this kind of passion is pretty typical of how we view the Australian team. We, we, we're fairly one-way traffic when it comes to the Aussies, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say I'm looking forward to a, a blinding test series against the Windies yeah. coming up, Dave. Well, um, yeah, look, some of these Windies players can really play. And, um, oh, look, I think this will be this will be a seminal moment. There'll be guys retiring after this World Cup because I think there'll be some guys who say, well, this is the peak, and that's fair enough. You know, I, the likes of a Warner, I'd be surprised if he plays on. He might play a little bit on one day, but really this is the peak. Winning in India against India in a final, it doesn't get much better than that, you know? It is fantastic. It's beautiful. And yeah, unfortunately spoiled their party, but um, <laughs> couldn't care less. Playing. Couldn't care less. Zero sympathy from me. Um, play hard, win hard. Let the losers go home and cry is my strategy. You know, zero sympathy. <laughs> I, I do a handshake at the end. That's it. Oh, bad luck. You know, too bad. Yeah. You know, we'll enjoy the cup. Yeah. You know, you enjoy, you enjoy, you enjoy silver. It's nothing. It's meaningless. Hey, Dave, do we know where the next one is? Have they announced that yet? Or? I'm not 100% sure of that, Ray, potentially. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise know. me it might be in the UAE or something. You know, like, um, yeah, we'd have to research that. I'm not sure about that one. It would yeah. be surely uh, surely announced somewhere. But at the end of the day, let's not worry about the future today. Let's just enjoy the <laughs> moment, enjoy the now let the guys really get off the chain because I think they've really... I mean, I, I call for some pretty strict orders at times during the comp, you know? Yes. At, at yes. times, remember my vision question to the desert at one point? Um, right. No wives, no girlfriends. Um, All the rules are off. All the rules are off yeah. now. Guys can go and enjoy um, themselves. So it's time for the boys to just relax, chill out. You know, yep. it might have been a few hijinks on the golf course earlier. Maybe they can revisit some of that stuff. Big, you know. I think Big Show will be um, <laughs> will be hitting it hard. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty confident he will. And what a pleasure it was for him to win the winning runs after sitting there all match. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ray. I want to say thank you. You can catch Ray. It's at Ray Ray Pod, isn't it, on the internet, Ray? 
That's right. Yeah, R E Y R E Y Pod. Just That's hit it. me up there, and happy to have a chat about cricket or yeah. comics. Yeah, definitely comics. And comics have been on the fucking back burner during this World Cup. And you know, there's so much to do a comic of this fucking victory. I'd love to I'd love to read it in exhaustive oh. detail. <laughs> I'm slubbing. <laughs> All right, Ray. Thank you so much and good night. <laughs>